Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome. Welcome back. Look, it's been a while, but man, am I excited to share with each and every one of you. It has been a whirlwind, to say the least. But I am so glad and happy to be with you all. Shout out to God, because you know we got to do our shout outs. Shout out to God for preserving us, keeping me, loving on me, loving on everybody. His grace and his mercy. We thankful for it because, man, I don't care what nobody says. Without God, it is not possible. You need God. <laughs> we need God. And without him and his strength that he provides for us to do what we need to do on a daily basis, man, I don't know how I don't know how I'll make it. Shout out to my family. Shout out to my friends. Shout out to my kids, my parents. You know, I love them so much. They are everything to me. Right. And I want to shout out to the team, Justin and the team. Y'all are doing an amazing job, right? Y'all are doing such an awesome job. I don't know where I would be, where the Levi's Corner would be without you all just pushing the buttons, encouraging me, encouraging words that you send, uh, the plans that we that are created and deadlines that we try to meet and Everything that is happening, man, I just appreciate y'all so much. Like, it is, it's not even a game, right? It's not even a game. And I appreciate y'all. So I don't want to take it for granted or think that I will ever take this for granted, that the help that you all bestow upon me and help me on a daily basis, weekly basis, I greatly appreciate it, right? Also, I want to shout out to our sponsors. Ones we don't have right now, but we're going to get some. We're going to get we're going to get some. We just make a space for them. So when it does happen, it is not foreign to us at all. Right. And also, I want to shout out to a biz productions for the intro and the outro music where you can find. Let me see. Where is his his, his handles? At? You can find a biz productions at a b i z z p r o d one on instagram that is a as an apple b as in boy i as an igloo z as in ziggler z as in ziggler pro p r p r o d one on instagram let me tell you he's a good friend of mine we've known each other for years and when i tell you he is a really awesome pro producer plays bass now he was an auxiliary keyboard player when i first met him and when i tell you probably the best auxiliary player i've ever met can give you not only horn synthesizer sounds he can give you just about anything you want and play it like it's that instrument whether it's a violin harp brass sound tuba Yo, that's my guy. Shout out to A-Biz. Now, oh, shout out to myself. 
you know, I, I don't, I haven't taken much time to just shout out myself just to keep going. You know, life hits you and you are trying to do the best you can. And sometimes it does not go the way you want it to go. But you got to remember, one, you got to give yourself grace. Because sometimes we give more grace to other people than we give our own selves. So shout out to myself. Now, if you don't know who I am, I am Aaron Prater, the owner, founder, and CEO of the Levi's Corner. And it is my privilege to be amongst you and for you all who are listening, sharing, liking, subscribing, following along with the podcast, I am greatly appreciative of each and every one of you. You all are not just a number. You're a person. You're a soul. And I appreciate that. And I don't take it lightly. I don't take it lightly. And I'm very, very thankful. So let me tell you all something. Over the last week and a half, it has been a little tough to say the least, right? I wouldn't even say a week and a half. It's been not even a full week. It has been a little tough. It's been a little tough because of the simple fact that life has happened and it's going to keep on happening. The, The question is, what do you do with it? What do you do with it? So let me tell y'all what's going on, right? I talked to you all on, I think it was podcast number eight, podcast number seven or podcast number eight, how I was at a consecration service and I had to overcome mental hurdles, mental and emotional hurdles for many of various reasons. But during that consecration, I was still happy and pleased to see a pastor who I grew up as, grew up under, as somebody who was put in the work, who was put in the time, effort, and energy, and became an auxiliary bishop in the Church of God in Christ. Now, here's the crazy part. He was supposed to be consecrated with all the other bishops when they went to Memphis, Tennessee last year. I think it's summertime. Then they had another event, I think in Dallas, and he couldn't make it because of his health. And what they did was the first of its kind bring the national church to him, to Richmond, Virginia. So when I tell you I was in awe, of the moment, even while I'm going through and dealing what I'm dealing with and have been dealing with, I was so pleased and so proud as somebody who, you know, is very, very close to the family. Very, very close to the pastor, very, very close to the first lady, uh, his sons and his grandsons, you know, close to the family. Considered, you know, at times being called a son, Right. And I don't take that lightly. I don't take it lightly. And so he got consecrated. Let's see, he got consecrated on February 4th, 2023. Right? 
And so time goes on and, and, and life is happening and we're praying for him, service in, service out. And it started to become where he couldn't attend services, but he was watching service from home because of his health. And I got a text on, I got a text on March 8th stated that Pastor Nicholson, Bishop Nicholson has passed away. I got that text late at night, late in the evening hours, near about what, 10 o'clock, 9.30, 10 o'clock. And when I tell you, it was difficult. Now, I don't know if anybody has ever gotten any news of somebody passing away, but when you get news of somebody that you care about, who who was poured into you, poured into wisdom, uh, poured into just their life to to help you get to the next step, the next level in your life, next season into your life. And not only me personally, but also my family, my parents who were leaders in that church. And still to this day, when they come back and visit, it's like they never miss a beat. Right. I don't know if anybody's ever dealt with this, but let me tell you something. When you are dealing with loss of a family member loss of a loved one that you truly care about it will knock the wind out of you now here I am laying in the bed and I get this text and then I got some other news my mother hits me up and give me some news I'm like mom what's going on so I get some news and I'm like, she got to, you know, get another appointment. Life is happening and they got to make sure that it's not what we think it is. So now, and this is all in the same night, same night. And I don't know anybody. I take it back. I do know a few people once now that's come to my mind, but Dealing with news back to back to back to back to back of loss and and possibilities of what might happen and what's going on or people sick or you don't know if they're going to make it past the next day or the next 24 hours or the next 48 hours. Man, when I tell you, it can be draining. And yet, you have to keep showing up. And I think that is the, 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 the slogan that we have to use in this season is that we just have to keep showing up. Now you may not have in a, on a scale of one to 10, 10 in the terms of the energy that you think you would have on a, on a, on a regular day, you may only have a two. But with that, too, you have to give that to God and let him know, hey, God, <laughs> this is all I got. 
I need you to help me with the rest because I'm not going to make it because I'm emotionally, physically, spiritually drained. Mentally, I'm drained. I'm done. So I'm getting the news about my pastor, my bishop, uh, passing away. And he hasn't even been a bishop for more than about 40 days. Now, I tell you this, to be honest with you, he was doing the bishop work for a long time. He was doing the work without the title. Doesn't mean he hasn't earned any titles because he earned titles. Not only was a pastor, he was a superintendent, he was an administrative assistant uh, to the state, but also, but he was doing bishop-type work. And his slogan was, do, do the work and the title will follow. Do the work and the title will follow. Well, the title was following him and the title caught up to him. But then less than 40 days later, I get the text that he passed away. So now I'm talking about this and I'm thinking to myself, okay, there's a lot on the shoulders of the family. Now the minister of music also is the co-pastor at the church. And I serve under him uh, musically. And I knew he's going to need some help. I knew he was going to need us to hold him up. Now, musicians, I know everybody has a part to play. But sometimes those parts that you play have to be expanded. Sometimes those parts that you play, not only just the part, the role per se, that you play within the confines of the band that you are a part of, that you show up, you're the musician, you're the organist, you play, you back up the preacher, and you go about your business, or your MD is on main keys, and he comes up with all the arrangements, your drummer, he builds all your tracks. Or y'all collaborate however you want to do it. But sometimes those roles that you are defined have to expand in moments' notices. Sometimes you have to take a bigger role, bigger step for that day or for that season to help out. And so that's what happened. And I remember telling the co-pastor, who was the minister of music, texting him, saying, hey, man, I got it. I got it. We're going to make sure that we hold you up. We're going to make sure to get this music right. We're going to make sure praise and worship is taken care of. Getting the wrong, to get the right song list together making sure the vocals are there making sure they're warmed up making sure everybody knows exactly what needs to be done so you don't have to worry about it because you got you already have a lot on your plate 
And so everybody stood, uh, expanded their roles and, 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 and did their part. They did their part by being on time. Because it's hard to, <laughs> it's hard to take on other responsibilities and you don't have the cooperation that you need. It's hard to. And y'all know what I'm talking about. When the leader is away, it's hard to sometimes get everybody on board. It's hard to do what you need to do and what's necessary because the leader is the way. The leader is a way. But everybody banded together. People were on time. People were willing. Everybody under, understood the assignment. And here I am helping, doing whatever I can. Band, they're good to go musically. My bass player is running and doing the, the, the sub-mix sound with some of the vocals making sure people are in the right places, make sure they're the, the right mics are, have the right volume, enough gain, enough uh, volume for that mix, for that person's voice. Everybody had to chip, uh, chip in. And when I tell you, everyone felt it. Everyone felt it. And I'm so proud of the group that I am a part of. Because everybody was willing. Everybody put forth their best effort, knowing that each and everybody needed to pull on each other. But ultimately, we were pulling on God. Pulling on God to strengthen us for that moment. And when I tell you that I know God was pleased, I believe he was because of the vulnerability and the sincerity that was and the pure motives that was in the room. And then how the songs came over, we weren't able to have a rehearsal like we usually do on our regular rehearsal nights because we found out the news. And people had to try to gather themselves a couple of days later. But let me tell y'all something. When tragedy happens, or when the vicissitudes of life, as my bishop back at home, Bishop Gerald O'Glenn would say, he said, sometimes the vicissitudes of life happen and all you can all you can say is, Lord, help me. Lord, thank you. Sometimes you may not have an answer. But let me tell you something. I am so grateful. Even that Bishop Nicholson passed away. One of the things that I'm excited about is that as many funerals I have been a part of as a musician, 
whether I knew the people or I didn't know the people. We do not have to change the narrative about him. We don't have to change the language about him when it comes to the home going, when it comes to his funeral, his celebration. Because I've been to many funerals. <laughs> Some were, let's just say I've been to a funeral where a gang member was killed and the, the opposing gang showed up to the church making sure he was dead and then the rival gang is starting to stand up and they have to defuse everything in the middle of the service then they head outside and they got to call the police I've been to a funeral like that I've been to a funeral where Folks are getting getting to fighting downstairs or behind the church because they believe one of the family members took something that belonged to them. Or the person that got killed, murdered in cold blood, the murderer is still on the loose. And they're upset because the murderer's family tried to show their respects by showing up and it ended up turning into a fight. See, we don't have to deal with that. Not here. Nor do we have to change the narrative that he was a good person. They were athletic they love their kids, which which may be true about that person. But as far as Bishop Nicholson goes, we don't have to change the narrative because he walked in with, with integrity. He was saved. He was sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost. It wasn't no scandals that you had to worry about. It wasn't no confusion that we had to deal with it, deal with. He was a man amongst men. He had purpose. He had clarity. He loved his church. He loved his people. On Sunday, you will see him in his suits. And if you show up on that church parking lot throughout the week, you'll probably see him in his overalls painting or working on the siding of the church or working on the roof or are working on uh, some type of project. He was for the kingdom and showed it with his actions, showed it with his heart. He didn't live a double life. He lived a life that was pleasing to God. And so that's why I said he didn't, we don't have to change the narrative. For his homegoing celebration. And so th though I was sad. I am so happy. Because. He's where I want to be. Now does it hurt? Yes. 
Did I cry? I shed a few tears. And there's nothing wrong with that. But I also know that today is a new day. Today is another opportunity. And we have to do what we need to do while we're still here. Sometimes we, when you have moments like this and somebody is uh, passes away, it can be a good opportunity to reflect on where you're at. Stop, think. Am I where I need to be? Am I doing what I've been called to do? Am I walking in my purpose? Do I have clarity? And if not, let's get to let's get to work. Let's get to looking. Let's get to searching. Ask God, what do you need to do? How do I need to do it? Where do I need to be? Because let me tell you something. Is when you're walking in clarity, you move faster. When you're walking in clarity, you're more determined because on a daily basis, you know what you need to be doing and how you need to be doing it. And so my musician friends I, I and everybody that's listening, this may not be the podcast episode that you may be looking for. But let me tell you something. Before I was a musician, I was a person first. And sometimes people get that misconstrued when we're looking at athletes, when we're looking at uh, big public figures. Sometimes we look at them and people as who are inter- who are entertainers, actors and actresses as superheroes. But they're a person first. They got emotions and they have feelings. So I'm talking to you all and telling you about how it was a struggle on Sunday emotionally. But there was a moment in that service where we were blessed by the word that was given to us. that we can walk in peace because he's walking in peace. Meaning Bishop Nicholson. And so because he's walking in peace and resting in peace, we don't have to worry about where he's at or what he's doing. We can only just strive to do what we need to be doing. So we can meet not only him and other loved ones who have done the work on this earth. So I implore each and every one of you. If you don't have a tribe to help you through some of these tough times, people you can trust, ask God to send you the help that you need. Send you the people that you can trust. Send you the people that will be there for you in your darkest times that won't judge you. That won't look at you crazy. 
that will just love on you when you need to be loved on, that will chastise you that when you need to be chastised and corrected. Then have a mentality that you have to keep showing up. Have a mentality that you have to just keep showing up. And lastly, it's okay. It's okay to cry. It's okay to cry. I know this was a different podcast episode, but I had to get this one off my chest. But I thank you for listening. And until next time, I understand. I believe this, that that's my time. So y'all take it easy. Love y'all until next time. Peace.